from the Ashanti Nolan Podcast, and we are joined once again by our cavalcade of fellow LGBT podcasters, bloggers, persons, individuals, whatever the sorts. And we're going to give to you the latest news and views that's happening in the gay community. So, without any further ado, let me go, I don't know why I'm talking like a radio announcer. I have no idea. It's really, it's, it's annoying me. Um, let's go around and say hello to our uh, to our friends this week. First, without uh, it's Mr. Ever Reliable, Mr. Brother Sinatus. Hey, hello. Have a good evening. Good evening. Uh, and then Raphael joins us again this week. Buenas tardes, America. Buenas tardes, chat room. And yes, I speak English. <laughs> Thank God. Aloha. <laughs> so. <laughs> And Raphael was actually nice enough to actually create the stories this week, so we'll see how well that turns out. And then, everyone, please welcome back. I think, Tur- Turnip, hey, we had you on, this, on the show before, right? Oh, my God, years ago. Well, actually, speaking of that, wasn't we, we actually passed our one-year anniversary for this week, okay? We forgot to even celebrate it. So, hey, folks, we passed one year! Woohoo! So, I don't know what that means. We get, what, a, a piece of paper or a certificate? We get the class the back. A, a, ch- a Chashki. <laughs> There's the hula girl that sits on your da- on your dashboard in your car. There we go. All right, well, let's jump into the stories, Raphael, if you would. Let's, uh, let, what's going on with this Romney backer? Okay, Romney backer says DOP should drop inclusive pro-equality amendment. Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach said that including broad language to express support for equality should not be in the Republican Party platform, using language that groups LGBT people with drugs users and polygamists. Members of the Republican Party were meeting in Tampa to iron out the 2012 platform, according to Think Think Progress. Nevada delegate Pat Kirby recommended an amendment to the platform that would not implicitly condemn the Defense of Marriage Act, but which states under the Constitution every American gets treated equally under the law. Kobach argued against the amendment and said it was too broad. Our government routinely judges situations where you might regard people completely affecting themselves, like, for example, the use of controlled substance, like, for example, polygamy. That is voluntarily entered into, he said. We condemn those activities even though they're not hurting other people, at least directly. Kobach not only has endorsed the Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney, but he also advises his campaign on immigration. Oh, my God. According to the Human Rights Campaign, Kobach has frequently condemned LGBT rights organizations, saying that groups like the HRC promote homosexual pedophilia. Scary. HRC Vice President for Communications, Fred Sines, said Kobach's statement were offensive and the latest sign that the GOP platform is being influenced by people who certainly do not speak for the majority of Republicans. The earlier of which is likely the fact that the anti-gay Family Research Council's president, Tony Perkins, authored the platform's stance against marriage equality and LGBT families. Science added, it's time for leaders within the GOP to take some responsibility and realize that their outdated platform 
and the incendiary and vitriolic language used by some of their colleagues like Chris Kobeck sends a dangerous message and has a real impact on the LGBT community, particularly youth. Well, we, we, we know pretty much all Republicans are pretty much anti-gay. Well, I should say, I should state that the majority of the platform is anti-gay, although I have met some conservative people who are pro-gay. But, I mean, this is nothing new other than the fact that the guy's a major douchebag. So. Well, the only thing is, I mean, I, I mean they put a very mild uh, uh, plank on the platform. You know, saying, okay, DOMA is okay, but at least, you know, they, everyone has equal rights in the Constitution, which is the 14th Amendment. And this guy, if you see that guy smile, I like to punch it in the face. Uh, well, let's, let's wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let's let's uh, not advocate violence to a... Uh... I'm sorry, but it's like he has one of these smiles that's like, if you see it, oh, it's on the advocate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but he has one of these douchebaggy smiles. that he's a douchebag. Ah. And we know, we know the Republican. I mean, the Democrats sometimes can't. Uh, Democrats are not always the best either. But we definitely know the Republican platform is definitely not the most pro-gay platform to begin with. So, guys, brother, turn up any, any other thoughts to this? Well, I, just uh, quickly, I think what you just said, the Republican platform doesn't do anything good except for the Republicans that are in power. Pretty much. It doesn't, it doesn't even help. It doesn't even help the Republican voter. No, it pretty much helps rich people. I don't yeah, know because so. I mean, no, I mean, coming coming from, I mean, if you if you sit putting yourself on the shoes of, of conservative uh, social conservatives, I mean, this kind of appeals to them. I mean, you know, uh, what you don't what you don't understand is easy to demonize, and you know. We are these people who, uh, who you know, who, 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 you know, dress, dress uh, like women, who you know, who are promiscuous. According to these people, you know, we're we're Satan incarnate. And if we and 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 if you go for the biblical uh, interpretation of the Bible, it even gets even funnier, you know. So so I mean, we're I mean we're, I mean we're for them, you know, the worst thing that could happen to American society. Well, plus the Republican platform is pretty much if you work hard and you do you follow the rules and you do everything that God tells you to, you'll be successful. Which is not true, and it's not, you know, it, not everyone is guaranteed the equal, everyone's guaranteed to shop, but not everyone is guaranteed the actual ability to, to be equal in, you know, the rules of life. So it's just, you know, it's a flawed philosophy, but I could go into the whole, you know, philosophy of government is flawed to begin with, but that's a whole other story. So let's go ahead and move on to the next story. Oh, let's see, Raphael, it's you again. Yeah, because I mean it's, it's kind of like a one-two punch because while while the Republican Party goes and uh, of the of the reservation, the low-cap Republicans admit admit GOP platform is ugly and harmful, but they probably they probably vote Republican anyway. <laughs> the homocons, the low-cap Republicans, have been smacked in the face with some harsh realities of last week at the Republican National Convention, and not that their dreams have been dashed. Excuse me, and not that their dreams have been dashed. Low-cap leaders. Are lashing out at the GOP for its completely, for its completely surprising bigotry. The platform is ugly and harmful. The group's director's uh, programs, KC Pick, told NPR. Pick also says that social conservatives' tenacious commitment to discrimination was only bolstered by her and her colleagues' involvement. We lost, Pick said, and you could say that the social conservatives in our party dropped the hammer hard, harder because we were there. What a shock! 
But what won't be a surprise is that the LCRs will probably not endorse Barack Obama for president, and perhaps must still endorse Mitt Romney and all of its members will probably still vote straight Republican in November. Insanity. Yeah, well, I mean, there are ideas that, uh, you know, they, that's a situation where the log camera Republicans, they endorse the platform, the methodology. They are hoping to convince the Republicans to change their mind about gay people. But once again, the problem is, is that the methodology is all based along biblical principles, which just doesn't coincide. It's sort of trying, it's like, it's like, okay, I'm going to be a, a evolutionist, but believe that uh, Jesus invented monkeys too. So it just doesn't work. So. See, my, my advice to the, uh, to gay uh, Republicans and lockdown Republicans, I think there's another group that is, uh, I forget what the name is, is for those people who are openly against your rights, vote blank. Uh, you know, I don't expect you to vote Democrat because, you know, your your philosophy in other areas does not mesh with the uh, Democratic Party. But at the same time, why do you have to endorse people who want to treat you like second-class citizens? Well, it's because it's basically their idea is that, oh, the, the idea of conservatism is the way to go. And that's the best way to run the country but, is to be conservative. But my they disagree with – they disagree. I, I understand what you're saying. It's just they, they feel they could change the Republicans to be, oh, let's be conservative but like gay people. It ain't going to happen. But, uh, but what I mean is at least those, those who are openly, rabidly against gay rights, you know, you can vote for the other guys, you know, who are mildly or, you know, or, you know even pro-gay. But those who are rabidly conservative, just leave a blank vote. You don't have to vote Democrat. But at least – and actually I heard that from uh, – from a from a show that's in Puerto Rico is uh, you know leave that vote blank. You don't have to you, you don't have to vote for Democrats, but you send a blank vote because if you don't start showing the message that you're not we're not we're not going to take this crap anymore, this kind this kind of uh, plank in the platform is going to be there for forever. Or you just vote and the Republican party <laughs> and the Republican party does need gay people because you know the more the more we represent in both parties, the better for us because then we can move our agenda from the right and from the left. Well, remember to it's, it's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I just wanted to ask: is is there a sense of naivety that um, you have as a you know a gay Republican, um, which is often called uh, a self-hating gay um, or homosexual, well, um, well, that you have the right to? No, let me finish my point. Sure, sure. That you have the right to vote, but you have the right to vote that hurts yourself and other people. I understand self-deprecation, and I think that's fine that you can do that on your own. But where's the – do I – is it not fair to say that's really ironic? Well, first of all, you don't have to just vote Democrat or Republican. There's tons of options. Heck, you could run the candidate. But well, no, I'm sorry. You can't do that because that doesn't speak anything. I mean you would have – your, your, your political system would have to have a massive influx of people that moved. Like half your country would have to move to a, one of these um, I, I, sec, uh, the secondary, like a Democrat and Republican are your primary, are your primary options. Well, well, so one of, yeah. them, one of them would have, you would have to have half your country vote for a secondary, and I don't mean any disrespect by saying that, party that would upset the entire balance of things. But if, but if we go to history... Because, as, oh, sorry. 
Because honestly, it, it's like everybody saw, talks about whether they're a, a Republican um, wingnut or a Democrat wingnut. And I'm sorry, yes, there's wingnuts on both sides. But anyone who's even responsible says you have to vote for this party because if you don't vote for this party, you vote for one of those secondary parties, you take away a vote against the Republicans. So a vote for, quote-unquote, the Green Party... Um, sorry, I'm not familiar with all the parties there, but I'm sure there is a Green Party yeah, in the U.S. there's Green Party, there's Libertarians, there's actually a Communist the, Party. You could vote Communist right. if you wanted Okay, to. so you vote Communist. Let, let's even just, let's go, like, super radical to make a point. <laughs> okay, you, you don't like the Republicans, you're not so comfortable with the Democrats, you want to punish them with your vote, but really, um, if you're going to vote Communist, that means... You didn't vote against the Republicans. Well, because they don't count. Those secondary party votes don't count. I, I, there's, but there's, when there's everything is reported, it's when everything is reported, it's red and blue. It's donkey and elephant. It's Democrat and Republic. Nothing I, I, else well, matters. But uh, let me let me bring a little bit of history to the United States because actually, how the Republican Party came into existence, it came out as if as a uh, splinter of one of the older parties, the Whig Party. With some other parties that that you know, and they were elected through the House of uh, Representatives, it is possible. Yes, the system is not easy, but even even if you if let's say for example, let's take Ohio, which is actually a battleground state. Let's say let's say the gays in uh, in Ohio vote Libertarian, uh, so uh, the gay Republicans vote, vote, vote Libertarian. That might that might turn Ohio blue. Yeah. Out of you know, could happen. Yeah, and it's well. First of all, and I mean, and and, and, that, and that'll be a message to Republicans. It's like hey. You want the gays? We need to cater. We need to cater to them. And, and uh, I'm just reading the chair. Veritable Virgo saying he's voting for the Lady Gaga party. So <laughs> I think that's where we need to go, folks. I think we can make a lot of influence there. Let's vote for Lady Gaga. All right, on to the next. I think. Oh, I think I saw a picture of Veritable Virgo in his meat dress that he's going to be wearing at uh, Pride 48. There we go. There you go. Veritable, bring <laughs> yeah. the meat dress. All right, which, by the way, Pride 48 is next week, folks, and we will be broadcasting live Saturday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard yeah. Time. So hopefully everything will work out or it will be a complete catastrophe. Either way, it will be interesting. So on to the next story. Breaking Prop 8 DOMA cases have been distributed for September 24th conference at Supreme Court. The Supreme Court docket page for Hollingsworth versus Perry, the Prop 8 case has a new notice uh, that the case has been distributed for a conference of September 24, 2012. The September 24th conference is the first time this term that the justices will meet privately and look at petitions for situatory decide which cases they will accept for review. Usually, the court announces its orders from conferences on the Monday following the conferences. However, if they do take up the Prop 8 case on September 21st, 24th, they could announce as early as the next day whether the full court will review the case. It takes four votes to grant review. If the court denies the petition, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals decision stands that Prop 8 will be invalidated. Though the, though the case won't set a nationwide precedent. If they decide to review the case, they reach a final decision on the merits at the end of 2013. The court could also potentially relist the case for a later conference. This would mean instead of making a decision 
at the September 24th conference. The case will be held and listed at for a for a subsequent one. Um, so yeah, so basically, we have to see if the Supreme Court will even take up the Prop A case, and then that might determine everything going forward. Well, actually, also the uh, Doma case is also in that in that docket. Right. And actually, September 24th, the Supreme Court uh, session opens on October, so that will be the first session or the session right before the Supreme Court officially opens. The Supreme Court opens from the first week in October to the last week in June. So that is uh, kind of important. Um, they get two months of vacation, July and August? Yeah. Those bastards. Well, those bastards, I mean, I mean, those bastards. I don't you know, care. They deserve to work as many days as me. Two weeks, that's all you get. Well, I mean, but the the way I'm thinking, they, I'm kind of a little bit concerned because I know right now I know, and I wrote this uh, to the group uh, before the week the week before I joined as a panelist. I know Scalia is going to take this case. Uh, it's going to vote for for granting the review, the writ of certiorari, because basically when the uh, Texas case came over, he wrote a scathing uh, 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 opposition to the. Um, to the uh, to the, to uh, overturning um, sodomy laws in in Texas, and basically the proponents of gay marriage have been using his words against him, so he's going to probably vote for uh, for Thomas, which is a very conservative judge, will vote will vote for. So we they'll probably need other two judges now. It could guys from the left can join in. So my the guy you're probably going to want to watch in this case is going to be Anthony Kennedy. He is considered a swing vote. It'll probably split like this: uh, Thomas, uh, if they if they decide to take the case, Thomas Scalia, Roberts, and Alito uh, to overturn probably uh, the Ninth Court. Uh, Sotomayor, Kagan, Bader Ginsburg, and I believe it's Reverend, Stevens is the other. What are you doing here? You're way too educated to be on this podcast here. <laughs> well, you know I actually mean, the, all the judges' names. Yeah, the, well, yeah, I, what the I hell? do. <laughs> Somebody sits on the toilet way too long <laughs> reading the newspaper. No, the, 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 thing, the thing is, I'm, I'm actually kind of a, uh, I do, I do, you, I like to keep Are, are you things. a legal buff? No, a little bit. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but I, I do I do like to keep back of it. The chair, so the the chair room has said I must interrupt with a conspiracy theory. I got nothing on this one. I, I think, they, <laughs> I don't even think they're going to take it, to be honest with you. They probably might want to take it. They might not. I mean, because the other thing is, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of cite conspiracy theory side. It's election season, and Roberts may not want to, you know, put that issue I don't, on the. Front. I don't think they're they, they're even gonna touch it. They're gonna, yeah, or they're gonna turn it down. I think they're they're just gonna say. I yeah. would be surprised if they just kick it down the road, though. Yeah, that's they what might. I'm thinking too. I'm thinking that you know they're not going to take it, but uh, that they're not going to decide not to. Because that's going to leave it. Uh, it's going to close it up again. Yeah. Well, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. I'll agree with that. But I would definitely say that if they didn't at least do that, the entire world stage would would laugh at them. Well, the thing is, I mean, the Supreme Court justices like to maintain this image of you know, kind of like the high priests. So since the uh, since since the social issues have have been kind of prominent on both party platforms, they might decide not to take it 
remember they can always decide you know postpone it postpone it postpone it they can decide to take you can you can every monday they decide to take what case they want they could leave it for january and take it in january which they may just the do because they may just want to see what the political outcome of the election is which is that is true yeah. and they might want to wait till these to the to, to a little more settled that doesn't mean anything. As I said, the guy you want to watch is Candy, and the reason I kind of know this is because I, was, I actually read the book on the uh, Texas case, and so that, that's I kind of know them by the name, the names of the justices by heart. And he was the guy who wrote Anthony Kennedy is considered a swing vote, and he was the guy who wrote the the uh, Texas decision. So if he he will, but he's kind of a weird uh, guy because he's not really that liberal. He's uh, he's not conservative. I mean, in the um, in the healthcare case, he went he went against it, but Roberts pushed the uh, was the one that sustained the uh, decision. So it's going to be interesting how however it goes, and of course it's the Doma case, which is also being considered in that same conference. So we'll just have to keep watch, I guess, and cross our fingers. Keep watch, folks. All right, on to the next story. On to we're off to Spain, Rafael. Very well. Would you like me to speak with a Spanish accent? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not Spanish. Spanish, all, all Spanish men sound like fags. <laughs> like are, you calling me, are you calling me a fag, my friend? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read in American now. Spain's government can retract gay marriage appeal. Justice Minister Alberto Ruiz Gallardón revealed in an interview that the government cannot and will not retract an appeal to the 2005 law that legalized same-sex marriage in the country. Spain's justice minister has said the government can't withdraw a proposal, a proposed gay marriage appeal. In an interview with ABC Punto Radio, Alberto Ruiz Gallardón clarified that the government cannot overrule the constitutional court by doing away with the proposed challenge to gay marriage. Ruiz Gallardón said that the appeal is, an, is the intellectual property of a political party that, is not, that no longer exists. He asserted that not even the ruling popular party voted into power by last year's election would be able to retract the appeal. He also affirmed that the government would accept the constitutional court's ruling regardless of the outcome. The constitutional challenge was put forth by the country's previous popular party shortly after the same-sex marriage was legalized in 2005. Since then, the Spanish constitutional court has debated whether or not to hold the appeal. How, uh, in July 2012, Gay Star News reported that the court postponed ruling on the appeal until four new judges were appointed in the coming weeks. A decision has yet to be reached. However, in a separate interview released today, the president of the Constitutional Court, Pascual Sala, said a decision will be reached by the end of this month or next. According to the Spanish National Statistics Institute, over 23,500 gay and lesbian marriages have taken place from 2005 to 2011. So let me kind of give you the background on the story before we delve in. Basically, Spain passed gay marriage on 05. The form, the what what we're talking about the previous party is uh, every session of the parliament, they have caucuses. So the uh, PP uh, caucus said, uh, you know, they decided to you know challenge the law on the constitutional court, which is not their supreme court. There's a special court that deals with constitutional issues, and it's been running through the courts since '05. Um, there are basically four judges uh, who are pending appointment, including a guy named last name named Gay, and he's from the liberal branch of the uh, of the court. Um, the way Spain chooses a judge, a Supreme a Constitutional Court judges, is four are elected by the by the lower house, four by the uh, upper house of the of the Spanish Parliament. 
and then four by a professional group. And they haven't decided, you know, they're they're kind of at each other's throat over there. So they decided, you know, it's, what what is important about the story is, you know, even though this issue might be settled legally, legislatively, uh, we still have to keep an eye on it. Well, I mean, Spain's pretty much ahead of the game there, I think, don't, isn't it? I mean, there. Yeah, it's, it's legal. What 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 happened is when when the uh, when the when the uh, the way Spain's constitution is written. Uh, Article 32 of their constitution says marriage is between a man and a woman, but then afterwards says the law can establish the uh, requirements, age, etc. through marriage. The way the uh, the, the socialist of PSOE uh, as a law is using the second part of the uh, of the uh, of the article. This, the PP is saying, wait a second. The first part of the uh, of the of the article makes the law constitutional. So that, that's the big fight because it says it says in black and white. Marriage should be within a, with, with a, between a man and a woman, but then on the second half says, you know, the state can say so, how. You know, so the article doesn't make sense; it's contradicting itself. Yeah, and that's how, and that's 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 why the constitutional court is is it now has to delve in. Now, the the way I was reading on the Spanish newspapers, it seems that they finally have an agreement on sort of who are going to be the four judges that they're going to appoint. The, the twelve judges in their in their in their constitutional court. Uh, they're supposedly two liberals and two conservatives, uh, and I w- the way the, uh, the the Spanish constitutional court is set up, there's a slight majority by the liberals. Does that mean anything? Who knows? Any other thoughts on this, guys? Turn up, brother. No. <laughs> well, no. It, it just makes me wonder why um, was it. <sighs> Was it a, 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 a naive or um, not even that um, an ignorant oversight that marriage was defined as a man and a woman? Like, why, why way back that far were we thinking man and woman? Uh, uh, homosexuals were not even um, that prevalent. And, well, and it, okay. do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it, it was well, so – it's kind of like the American Constitution that every man has right to bear arms. Um, yeah, that's when you had to pack a musket yeah. uh, with uh, with black powder and a pellet, um, and now that has now in in with the, with the advancement of technology, that's now you get to carry a fully automatic weapon. Well, uh, um, well you, yeah. you understand what I'm I saying? disagree well, with that, but that's a whole nother topic for I, another. Well, I know, I know yeah. you're. I, no, I'm using that as an example, and Anthony, I know you're a huge gun guy. No, but, I'm not um, a huge gun guy. I just just said guns are the last. Uh, thing to to stop tyranny, but that's a whole other thing. Well, the the the, the, the reason, first and foremost, the the, the current Spanish constitution was adopted in seventy eight. You have to remember two things about Spanish history. Spain has been had been under 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 dictatorship from thirty nine forty to seventy eight when Juan Carlos became the king and decided to give he had absolute power. The guy before was named Franco. Um, when Juan Carlos became the, the, the current king of Spain, he decided to adopt a constitution. The reason why the article is there is because the, I remember Spain is used to is used to be, and it's still sort of a Catholic country. Now I do have a relatives in Spain, and I do have a, an uncle who's a priest. Uh, and you know, and granted, some of my cousins know that I'm openly gay, and they're very pro-gay rights. Uh, but my uncle will be like, you know, it's so that's the reason why that article is there. It is because of the influence of the Spanish Church, and the PP is the Christian Democratic Party, 
which of course, racist, you know, is, is from the Catholic social movement of the 1940s and 50s, became a party. So that's what. So is Spain becoming what's what's like is Spain becoming more liberal? Like, what's the general consensus over there? Well, I think Spaniards don't give a rat's behind on the marriage issue. They're bigger fish to fry right now. The Spanish economy is tanked. I mean, they. I mean, it's, they're just you know bringing this issue. Are they having like a lot of riots over there right now? They're having a lot of demonstrations over there. Uh, there's also and funny thing. There's also an abortion bill over in the uh, in the Spanish Parliament also. So you know, it's it's just an issue. You know, and also within the PP. There is a uh, division because this uh, minister, Mr. Minister Riz Gallardón, he actually, some people say he's actually pro-gay marriage. He doesn't want to, you know, go out openly. And two other ministers were kind of like, you know, quietly saying, you know, we're pro-gay marriages. Uh, industry and tourism and health, human services and, uh, uh, and uh, equality. Uh, those two, according to what I've been able to read from the Spanish newspapers, these, two, these three guys are mildly pro-gay, pro-gay marriage. You know they cannot go openly against his own um, his own party leader, who's Mariano Rajoy, because you know once you go openly against your your party leader, you're out of a job. Right. Right. All right. We're running short on time. Let's move on to Mr. Brother Sinatus. Okay. Well, a far right American think tank has compared the secondhand risk of homosexuality to that of smoking and drug abuse and declared it more dangerous than global warming as part of a campaign to protect marriage from the LGBT community. Assholes don't believe in global warming either, so whatever. <laughs> the Center for Marriage Policy made the claims ahead of declaring September Protecting Marriage Month. Public policy must discourage promiscuity and homosexuality for the same reasons we discourage drug abuse and smoke. A flyer produced by the group reads, uh, let's see, uh, schools and advocacy groups must teach children to avoid this lifestyle. The center's president, David R. Usher, claimed that contraception and sex education were causing teenagers to take up homosexuality. Nothing to do with um, that's the way they were born. <laughs> well, uh, okay. I mean, it goes on and on. I mean, it's just the usual. They really don't know what they're talking why, about. Why does and, everyone that's anti-gay looks like a total closet case? Has anyone else noticed that? <laughs> because <laughs> they are. Uh, we are worse than global warming. Oh, me, <laughs> I mean, me, th- me thinks the lady does protest too much. I mean. Oh, there, there's, well, there's truth to that. Now, don't, don't be speaking that that uh, we're in America here. Don't be speaking that uh, that foreign language now, Turnipad. Okay. <laughs> careful, careful. <laughs> Kidding. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're. Yeah, I understand. We're like no. uh, seriously that 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 the the ones that squawk the fucking most are the ones that uh, we're going to read about next Every week, time. next month, next year. Every fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the and, I mean, is... let's even take let's even take current events for the last year. We don't even have to look back that far, but let's take back the current events of the last year, or even let's let's talk about the last administration. Who are the ones that are coming out the most uh, with with as caught in the bathhouse, caught having sex right. with this? 
this per this person of the same sex. They're the ones that before this administration squawked the loudest or during the campaign or during the first days of the administration squawked the loudest. They're the hypocrites. Well, yeah, and it's getting to the point where it's not even funny anymore because it's literally like, oh, yeah, another Republican caught with his pants down. <laughs> I mean... Down his pants down and his dick underneath the stall in the washroom. Yeah, it's it's it, 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 it's not funny anymore, to be honest. Or sitting on a white stance at a public airport in, in Minneapolis. <laughs> now, what I find amusing is that he has... Tried that wide stance. I'm quite open about where I play around, but I've tried the wide stance that he apparently had. I could not even handle peeing like that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, the the the, fun, the funny thing is that he they were actually kind of brilliant in a way that they were using the whole contraception and homosexuality tie around. I mean, it's like, yeah, don't use a condom because you've become a, <laughs> a queer. Yeah, you know. Well, don't. that's just that's just because they quite honestly want people to get diseases or get impregnated because they want people to suffer. That's that's basically what it comes down to. So, they, they, what 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 they want is they want to leave. They want to live in a, in a in a in a mentality, you know. That is, I mean, if you look at the guy's look, he looks like he's something out of the, out of the 1950s. Yeah. You know, his picture. You know, it's, and it's, they want to live in people they, and they didn't work out that well. I hate to tell you that. They weren't the golden years everyone thinks. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm agreeing with you. But they, they in their mind, they had they had this mentality that back in the day, everything was special, was perfect. But, you know. No, I'm, not true. <laughs> Anthony, you're, speak, you're preaching to the choir. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm commentating, so. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, and it's and it's sad because you know what, we are here. We have been here for a while. We have been here since forever. So get over it, boys and girls. Well, they're not going to as long as they believe. I know, in but as I long mean, as we... they believe in the magical guy in the sky. But that's a whole another topic for another time. Let's go to Minnesota real quick, Raphael. Man, you're reading every story this week. <laughs> well, it's like we, we're, we're a little shorthanded here. Uh, just, just well, we, all know, we all know who the slut is. I mean, oh, sorry. <laughs> I said that out loud again. Just, ah. just summarize this one, if you would. I'll give you the, the short and sweet. Uh, basically, uh, Maryland uh, uh, linebacker, Bendo Ayampadejo, uh, endorsed publicly marriage equality here. We have a referendum in, in November. And one of our delegates over in Baltimore County, that's north of the city, uh, said, you know, I am requesting that you take necessary action as a National Football League owner to inhibit such expressions from your employees and that he be ordered to cease and desist such injurious actions. I know of no other NFL player who has done what Mr. Ayambadejo is doing. Out comes uh, a punter from the Minnesota Vikings. His name is Chris Clue. And this guy opened a can of whoop-ass. I mean, this guy called them every name in the book. Let me give you a, a let me give you a quick a quick a quick um. My uh, fucking uh, obscenity, hypocritical starts to approach in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, As, I mean, I'm gonna read just one of the one of the uh, one of the paragraphs. As I suspect, you have not read the Constitution. I would like to remind you that the very first, the very first amendment in this founding document deals with freedom of speech, particularly the abridgment of said freedom 
by using your position as an elected official when referring to your constituents so as to implicitly threaten the Ravens organization to state that the Ravens should inhibit such expression from your employees, more specifically, Brandon Ayambadejo, not only are you clearly violating the First Amendment, you also come as a narcissistic fromunda stain. That's actually, I've looked on the Urban Dictionary, that means false sweat. What on earth would possess you to be so mind-bogglingly stupid? It baffles me that a man such as yourself, a man who relies on that same First Amendment to pursue, pursue your own religious studies without fear of persecution from the state, could somehow justify stifling another person's right to free speech. To call that hypocritical would be to do the service of the word. Mind effing of seemingly hypocritical starts to approach a little no, wait, bit. Now, wait a minute. So I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the story. Who's the one that originally. We have the guy up top. Who's that? Okay, he, this guy is Chris Clue. He's the guy who opened the can of whoop ass. Okay. Guy, the guy, the guy who who originally made the endorsement, and it was a 35 second endorsement, very mild sales, you know, for for stable families. Brendan. Gay, 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 lesbian, blah blah blah. Please support marriage equality. Then comes this knucklehead, uh, Mr. Burns. <laughs> Funny name. Uh, who is one of the three delegates Excellent. from... <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Release the guy. hands. <laughs> he, op- he, he went ahead and said, you know, I'm offended, I'm my consumer offended that this guy went for pro-marriage equality. Comes Chris Clue and opens this... It is it is a well, broadside well, of, of I mean, epic proportions. I mean, I love that Well, letter. at the same time, though, we have to watch it because a lot of times some of these players are cited for saying anti-gay things. So it's interesting they're trying to turn it around and, and do it the other way instead of saying, um, you know, you can't say pro-gay things. So, And that's just, I think, an inherent problem with the sports industry in general is that people are uphold to this specific standard that they're not allowed to promote their own individual opinions. Well, the, the funny thing is I actually read a little further. Um, I'm, I've been reading this blog, this, this blog story, and that's, it seems that the even the Baltimore the Baltimore Ravens uh, lead, uh, management sided with this guy. Well, probably, but it just—I mean, it, we just have to be careful because if someone said the opposite, would they? Wouldn't they fine him for that? And so the question is: Are we really allowing free speech, even when the free speech is something that we don't like? Well, the thing is, what he said—he was not, it was not really homophobic. I mean, what 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 Andrew, what Brendan said was very simple, you know. For you know, if you, you can see the uh, the video, it's a very neutral video, you know. You know, mom, apple pie, equal, you know, equal rights. Right. Nothing, nothing less. Comes since I mean, comes Mr. Uh, Mr. Burns and says, you know, you know, he's talking on behalf of his constituents. So that's when this guy went right, went, right, went right. Ape. The, the point. The point that I'm trying to make though is that the the, the sports industry should curtail people's freedom of speech, no matter what it is. So I mean, but the, but the same standard. I mean, then how many times Team Tebow when he when he when he kneels and you know does this whatever yeah. little thing? Yeah. You know, I mean, he this the, I'm actually I actually love. He's kind of cute too. Both oh, Chris he's and, uh, so Brent. he's so in the closet. Don't get me started, Tim Tebow. No, actually, no, actually, uh, no. Uh, oh, Tim Tebow. Yeah, he is in the closet. Oh. Believe me, oh, my radar is at version ten when I watch him. 
please. Well, I'm, I'm, talking, about, I'm talking about Chris Clue and um, Brendan Ayambadejo. They're both, you know, handsome guys. But, I mean, the fact is, you know, these are straight guys standing up for, for our rights, which is right. kind of nice. And also on a very manly sport. Well, it's just funny. I was in, when I was at work, when someone late's like, Tig Tebow should go on Bachelor. I just think that'd be a good way to show blah, 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 blah. And I just wanted to go. And I bit my tongue. He's so gay. <laughs> That's why he's not with anybody, because he's gay. But I'm like, nope, 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 not the appropriate place, Anthony. All right, let's get, we're running out of time, so real quick, San Francisco Archbishop, Archbishop elected and Prop 8 architect arrested for DUI. Yeah, once again, they're the perfect examples of what holy people should be. On to the next story, Mr. Brother Sinatus, if you would please. Okay, well, this one we can, oops, uh... You knew it was only a matter of time before the gay community, which has successfully integrated gay characters to every possible form of entertainment for adults, targeted children. Uh, now, for the first time, an American animated feature. What does animated have to do with children? I don't know. Well, but, okay, they feature. Feel, they usually feel animated is good going towards children. So. Well, yeah, but. Bugs, Bugs, was, Bugs Bunny was still growing up issues all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it now features an openly gay character. Uh, Latka Stop Motion Animated Zombie Comedy Paranorman has a character named Mitch, who is, of course, a heavily muscled jock who seems heterosexual until the end of the movie, at which time a girl asks, girl named Courtney asks him if he wants to see a movie. Sure, he says. I just love my boyfriend. You'll just love my boyfriend who's into chick flicks. Yeah, and this is something which I love when... I get into some sort of discussion. They're like, oh, we shouldn't be discussing gay stuff around children. I'm like, um, so what do you tell to the child who has two moms and two dads and whatnot? You know, it, this is why we do. Well, what do you, what do you tell your son that uh, has a friend who has two moms? Yeah. This is why it's, you know what, it's got to be in cartoons. we got to start putting them in cartoons. We start need to start showing them in what kid stuff. What do you stuff. tell we, we've dealt with single parents, we've dealt with single dads, we've dealt with single moms, and it was mom left, dad left, dad was killed, mom was killed. Right. Um, guess what? Other shit happens. Come on. Yeah, and there's there's obviously exists, and the idea of like, oh, we, we don't want to show our children that. It's like, but that's such bullshit. I mean, just... Well, just guess the, what? It the, fucking happens. Say what? But I'm like... Guess what? It fucking happens. Well, yeah, we got it happens. But, only that, but, but you need, deal with it. You, you need to show children that because it's it, just because you, first of all, just because you show children they are not going to make them gay to begin with. But second of all, it you know there is something be outside the whole sexual thing, just a loving relationship, which you have, which is something that you can show in a cartoon, and it's not going to it's not going to destroy children. It's not going to screw screw them up. It's 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 normal, people. All right. Well, my well, the other thing is that what I find amusing is that you know they said, well, um, you know they should have made them gay so that way parents wouldn't show up to the uh, kids to the movie. Now the movie hasn't done that great actually. I mean, it's only done sixty-two million worldwide. I don't know how much did it take to uh, make this movie. Well, so. a lot of a lot of the animated movies right now are not going to be doing that well because computer animation has sort of surpassed the, the wow factor. So right now, pretty much, only, if unless it's a Pixar movie, the, those are the ones that are going to be doing well. The rest of the ones, everybody sort of looks at and goes, "Oh, it's not Pixar; it's a generic movie," and they just wait for it on video. Well, actually, this this time around, this uh, the last two Pixar movies have not done very well because Brave, I heard, it's not done very well either. 
and the previous one didn't yeah, do that well. Yeah, Brave either. did not. Yeah, I don't think Brave did very well either. But I think I think the whole computer animation thing's been it's sort of over with. So, um, but then again, you know, it's it's I, we live in amazing times. I mean, yeah, we have computer animation cartoons on TV every day. I mean, it's just it, it's amazing. So I'm trying, right. I'm trying I'm trying to see how much I mean how much the budget for this movie was. Which I cannot see yet. Why, why you looked it up, Turner? Why don't you take the last story? All right. Well, this would be about our our good friend Paul Ryan, who missed a huge opportunity last night uh, during the RNC speech by not showing off his rock hard physique, at least according to Congressman Aaron Shock. We caught up with Rep, uh, Representative Shock as he left an event for youth sponsored by MSNBC's Chuck Todd in Tampa yesterday and asked if the Republican VP nominee needs a fashion makeover. <laughs> as, as TMZ first reported, Ryan works out religiously at the house gym and we're told he's even hiding a six-pack, just like his re- fellow Republican, Shock. Yeah, the problem a- is, Ryan wears a very boxy suit, <laughs> but Shock preferred, or sorry, Rather, uh, Chuck offered that the VP wannabe an easy five-word solution. The suit makes the man. He's way too cute to be one in politics and two straight. <laughs> well, well, sorry. Go ahead. I, uh, because I read the story, I'm taking the first comments. Um, I, who gives a fucking flying fuck? Like, I mean, <laughs> you. You're asking the wrong person to have an opinion on this because, I mean, I really don't care. But if we were to look at the demographics and the behavior, um, we are still dealing with men who were repressed because you have to be a man and you have to have a woman and you have to get married and you have to have children. Yeah. So even that 8% that was confirmed for LGBT uh, uh, attendance at the Democratic Convention, that number is going to go up dramatically you, as if it was, change. If it was 8%, the amount of people that I that were straight and I converted gay, believe me, I'd be a millionaire right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I hear you. But what I'm saying is, there's, it, it's kind, it, it is naive, and it's, a, it, and it's also flattery. It's a, it's a, it's a form of flattery to, to when a, when a man takes care of who he is and wants to look good. Um, well, and there's always going to be those people. That too. doesn't mean yeah. he's gay. No, no, it I agree. I agree. Yeah, just because and, somebody and, somebody's a gym nut doesn't mean they're gay. No, I, right. I agree. Yeah. But we're we as homosexual men are just as allowed and permitted and free to make comments about a good-looking man Allegedly. as that fat, slimy, hairy construction worker whistling at the skinny chick walking down the street in the tight dress I, I, and high heels. As long as you say allegedly at the end of it. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. No, I'm not Star Jones, and um, uh, uh, whatever. But what I'm saying is, like, okay, yes, the man's attractive. Yes, he takes care of himself. That doesn't make him gay. Get well, off the fucking pot. Well, like, but, which guy are you talking well, about? The, 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 but he is. 
again, I lose respect for the fact of, again, what we talked about earlier, that whole fucking self-deprecating irony. I don't have respect for that. I can't respect that. Well, the uh, the uh, I was looking at the story over at uh, The Truth Went Out, where, where I found it, and when they interviewed him, he was nearby our last our two weeks ago uh, bathhouse over in the neighborhood when 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 TMZ well, interviewed him. Interviewed him. Okay. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. But it, it was it was kind of funny, you know, because well, this, is one, me, this is one this is one of the more metrosexual but very conservative types, and you know, yeah, he might be straight, but it's kind of it's it's kind of funny. All I can say is, once well, you have I'm, a fine-tuned radar, it's very hard not to use it. <laughs> Well, here's the thing that I found really interesting, and uh, my uh, my best friend who um, is coming to Pride 48 with me, we had a, a really good discussion, but he found um, a report where during the RNC, Grinder crashed. Oh, yeah. Gruff crashed. Which one? Craigslist, Craigslist barely, barely made it by. <laughs> From all the influx of M for M. Oh, I don't doubt posting. it. And I really, like, again, I have to say, I don't mind the fact that there is someone out there who is gay who has the same ideals that a Republican has, but really... When it comes down to it, you need to understand that you are cutting yourself off at the knees. Right. And until you have full equality, your voice, uh, to me, is laughable. Yeah. And let's let's end on that because we are out of time. So thank. All right. Yes. Thank but you, one, guys. Uh, I really appreciate. One last detail before we finish: the uh, budget for paranormal was eighty-three million. Oh, thank you, sir. Look at you, Mister uh, Research, consulting the Book of Knowledge. <laughs> All right, let's go around real quick, Mister Brother Sinaeus. Tell us about yourself. Oh, you can follow me on Twitter and uh, Google Plus, and follow my audio boos, which are at audioboo.fm slash brother status. All right, Raphael, if you would please. Uh... Well, I'm Raphael. I am a contributor, and I've seen to the research department for this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> he you is our research me. department. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, it's a pleasure being here. Mwah! Hasta luego, people. All right, and then Turnip Head. Uh, well, you can find me at turnip or turnipstyle.com, but I have since I've gotten sick, I've been uh, really lazy and not inspired and and wanting to um, um, update. But I promise I will get into it. I promise. I promise. Well, here's to you getting better. Here's to you updating as well. So, thank you. All right, I'm Anthony for Channel M. Join us next week, Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be doing this again live on Pride48.com. Check us out on thisweekingay.com. That's it. Stay tuned for Country Boy West. Come up next on Pride48.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Hasta luego. Bye.